getting ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. It's live. This is going to be, uh, for, considering there's not a lot to talk about and it's uh, the international break, there's not a lot of football going on. I think this might be a little bit of a livelier one than uh, we expect. We've got a bigger lineup than we normally would have. Um, I have with me, uh, all the way from freezing cold, not cars, uh, old man Trev. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Fergus. Good evening, matey. Very well. I'm a bit warm here. I've had to put a shirt on. First time I've had a shirt on all day, and I'm, I'm too hot. So I'm a bit grumpy, but we'll be all right. I'm, I'm not going to say what I said before we came on live. Probably uh, Scotty, best. Probably best. Scotty, it's obviously not as hot where you are. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even wear a hat anymore. You can't. You can't. You can't. So, you know. Um, I'd uh, throw you a finger, but I don't think I'm allowed. No, you're not really allowed to. But I got my members pack through today, so I've got a hat as well. <laughs> it's probably better than your one, I think, isn't it? No. No? You don't think no. so? You that think is so? terrible. It's messed all my hair up. <laughs> it's worse than them gloves that they give you, the red gloves. Oh, I know. I've got them up there behind That's me. That's all your hair, Rob. What hair have you got left? Yeah, all right. Potsy, how are we? <laughs> Very well. Thank you, Ferg. All good. Looking forward to this with everyone on tonight. So this should be a good show. Yeah. And we have uh, our first debutant from the North Bank, uh, the man who brought us the song Terrera. Uh, Johnny from the North Bank, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm in an impromptu location. Impromptu location. What you you ran the other halves? No, I just couldn't be bothered to set up this up. <laughs> okay, and for the first time ever, you know, we have we've been asking for ages to get some female representation here, and uh, we're bringing in all the way from North London, but originally from Poland, Melina. How are you? Yeah. Hi. Nice to have you all here with me. Um, you know, it's my first time, so I'm a bit nervous, but hopefully you're going to be fine with your help. Uh, we're we're all, me, first of all. We're, all, we're always, we're always nervous, all of us on here. So that's, 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 that's how it works. But we're, we're just here to have a laugh. We're just here to have a laugh and talk about uh, one thing we've all got in common, which is uh, Arsenal Football Club. Um, so, you know, today I've got a t-shirt on. I don't know what you can see. Let me, let me zoom in on me. I've got a t-shirt on forever in our shadows it's probably even longer now but this was uh, a few years back celebrating 50 years of Tottenham failure um and you know another thing that Tottenham haven't done is they've never gone invincible and today is the anniversary of uh when that unfortunately the, the run ended but we went 49 games unbeaten and now Melina I know we spoke briefly beforehand about this uh, and you were gonna you're gonna have a bit of a chat about that go on I'll, I'll leave the microphone open to you no not really a chat what I wanted to say because I thought that everyone is going to forget about this I just wanted to say what an amazing day to have a wedding anniversary so for you and for your wife happy anniversary because this is like the best day ever to have a wedding on 
Thank you very much. Yeah, 26 years undefeated. I'm looking for parole, honestly. I'm waiting for parole, but I don't I don't think I'm going to I'm going to get it. I don't really want it anyway. So um so yeah, we we've, we've we've had our starter and uh, I'm going to do the podcast and then uh, I've got a nice bottle of Malbec and uh, some ribeye steaks to go on to. Brave um, man, Fergus. Brave man. Podcast anniversary. She's all right. She's she's actually got a bit of a cold at the minute. So uh, my daughter's flown over from Germany. So she's uh, they're sitting down there chatting away, watching some TV of some sort. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so the international break brought us uh, um, some uh, the qualifying uh, games. And Ireland were playing last night and uh, they lost 2-0 to Switzerland. And fail to qualify. We still have one game against Denmark um, uh, in November to hopefully get through. But I watched the game against Georgia, and it's ninety minutes. I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to get back. Um, and then I watched the game last last night against Poland with Shaka. Shaka's got a yellow card, so they've got two or three games left. I was hoping he might be picked for the next one. Only because I don't want any of our players to be playing in that international football because I worried about them getting injured and so on. Well, he, um, got, he got a yellow card, so he's banned for the next one. He, yeah, it's, he's got a second... He's, he got a yellow card. It's a second yellow card or totting up of yellow cards. and he, He's banned for the next game. It Xhaka, would we really miss him? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest... Switzerland will. He, he, he's quite a big influence on the Swiss side, and he was actually not so bad um, last night. So he plays further forward for Switzerland. What's that? He plays further forward. He does. He does. He does indeed. So um, Poland as well. Um, Melina, Poland. Yeah, well, with, with Poland, it was quite interesting, actually, as usual during the qualifications. <laughs> uh, well, Poland substitutes. Um, Frankowski, I don't know if you recognize the name, but uh, that's his name, Frankowski. And Milik, of course, from uh, Napoli. They scored um, for us after excellent passes from uh, Lewandowski when we played uh, North Macedonia last Sunday. Um, honestly, all I can say about watching my country play is that the, it feels almost like the same as watching Arsenal, really. <laughs> it's, you know, you get excited, you get hopeful, positive, uh, you see some progress. That makes you feel proud and only to be left bloody heartbroken after, you know, a later stage. So, yeah, anyway, obviously, after eight games, we've got like 19 points now. And it's a massive fan. I'm buzzing for, for next year because we qualified so, already. So, so, so can, can you see yourself getting past the group stages and into like quarterfinal stage? I know Poland have been. Yeah, I remember in- what happened uh, f- four years ago, obviously, you know, uh, Euro uh, 16. It was. Um, it was actually pretty pretty good uh, for us, and um, I don't really like to recall those memories because it was heartbreaking when we lost to Portugal, you know, during the penalty shutout. And as you know, I'm not a massive fan of Ronaldo, so it took Winker. me even. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it, it's you know, I'm I'm quite hopeful. Um, I don't like our current uh, coach, you know, uh, the guy that is currently. Um, not really impressive, uh, in my opinion. But yeah, hopefully we can okay. get there and maybe achieve something this time. But yeah, yeah. it's it's like you know, Arsenal fan, yeah. So obviously we always hopeful, we always uh, loyal, 
we always follow our teams, but then when it comes to important games, we know what happens. Yeah. 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 You have um you've got somebody who says hello, Nick, Nick Burt says hello, and he's he's Guan Melina. <laughs> so all right, Nick, how are we doing? Uh, there's a couple of other people who've said good evening. Uh we've got an evening from Steve Talbot. Uh we've got a good evening uh from Kaya Chen. Um and then if we go on to the England game, uh Johnny Scunny um and uh Dan, I, I didn't watch much of the game. I've seen the coverage since um, about uh, about what happened in Bulgaria. Um, Dan, you, you said to me that you wanted to discuss it a little bit further. So, you know, it, it was a good result. It was 6-0. It was better than, uh, it was better than the result that um, uh, was the previous game, which was against, I can't remember. Who, who did England play previous to that? Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Yeah, it was it, it was it was a better result than that where they lost, um, but it was a six nil um, result. But it wasn't about the result; it was more about what happened on the day. So what I'll do is, Dan, I'll have a chat. You you say what you want to do, and then I'll go to um, Mike and, and Johnny and uh, on that as well. Well, first of all, I think you answer yourself on the pitch by totally and utterly battering Bulgaria football-wise, because that's what we did. I mean, 6-0, it was a pleasure to watch us going forward. So I haven't got no qualms with that. I think it's disappointing that um, we're still talking about this all the time now. And I know that people will say that, you know, it's been going on since the 60s or 70s. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's wrong whenever it happens. And I just wanted to mention Gareth Southgate, really, for me, because I'm a massive fan of him. Um, I think that what he's done with the the youngsters and the fact that he's given him a chart them all a chance is fantastic. But for me, I just think he's so good with football fans, so good with the press, really, really confident with the media, and just seems to say the right things for me. And I just think when it comes to um, what has happened with the racism and, and stuff like that, I just think he's handled it so well. He's got the players to unite. Um, I know he plays for them up the road, but Harry Kane was brilliant as well in terms of being a captain together, everyone together and kind of unite. And I just thought it was great really to see everyone kind of stick up. And that's the first time I've seen anybody uh, anybody do that as a team. And, and I think that was the only reason I wanted to bring it up really as a positive because it was such an, there was such negative vibes after the game and the Bulgaria manager didn't really um, do himself any favours and then resigned because I think he knew what was, what was happening. Um, and those people that have turned up haven't actually turned up to watch the football anyway. They've just turned up in their black hoodies to start giving it to people. So, you know, they ruined their fun. They all left sticking their fingers up and um, we can all, you know, leave the field with our heads held high because I thought that um, everybody was fantastic and as far as I'm concerned it doesn't really bother me if you're black, white, orange, blue or purple as long as you're good enough to wear the England shirt you're uh, you're good enough to play in the team and that's exactly what happened uh, on um, uh, uh, that game I think the good thing that's come out of all of this is that um, possibly more the debate about the topic more than anything else so that you know the people are talking about uh whether people are well the people are just liking people rather than anything else let's not get too deep into that scotty did you have anything add, to add on that uh <clears throat> not really other than just really repeating what dan just said uh obviously they were just there to cause trouble uh the left at half time i believe or around that sort of time uh i just it's disgusting. Uh, there's not. I don't really want to give them the time of day, if I'm being honest with you, because they don't Fair deserve enough. it. 
No, that's, that, 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 that's actually a fair well, comment. You know, I think, is it the president of Bul Bulgaria and he uh, asked for the Bulgarian FA president to resign? You know, he should lose his job, which he did. Which he has, yeah. Uh, in, in the end, he has now. He, he didn't for a couple of days, but he has now. And also... Uh, obviously, with the what with the uh, the manager as well, so it, it's just time. It's it is time. It, it is kicked out. I think it should be kicked out, not just in football, but everywhere. But then again, that, that's the way it is. Well, Raul has uh, put a message up saying FIFA uh, and UEFA it would have to be UEFA because European uh, thing must yeah. give a, a four year minimum ban. Um, you know, well, I, do, yeah, I believe. Sorry, Fergus, I'm interrupting, mate, but I do believe it's happened before on different. You know, I mean, with different games. So it's not the first time it's happened. And I, I, I think I remember hearing as well that it was an actual, uh, it was a, it wasn't a full capacity, the, the limited capacity. No, they, 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 were limited, they were limited to their capacity for previous offences. Yeah, for, the, for these previous offences, for the same yeah. thing. So now I think it should be, I think they should be played under closed doors now. Or, you know, I mean, well, or no capacity. I don't think it should be allowed to play at all. I don't think oh, there's that as well, yeah. But in England done well, but also they're um, they're under twenty, uh, the under twenty threes. Um, uh, where's Johnny just gone? Johnny was there a second ago. Johnny's just dropped off. Johnny was going to talk about Eddie and Ketia. We'll 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 come back to that afterwards. Um, we've got um, the Rugby World Cup as well, and our rugby our rugby specialist is Trevor. And the reason you are all the way out in causes because of all the impact rugby's done over over the years on your on your bones, isn't it? So, what did you make of the the, the farce that was? Um, the the uh, the Japan Scotland thing and it ended up being a fantastic game. Yeah, well, that, that is why I'm here. For, why I'm here, Fergus. To be honest, I do struggle badly, but I wouldn't change anything, so I don't moan about it. I do it all the same again. It um, makes sense with the face, Trev. It's uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I had that on, I'd pull it down and cover it, Mike. But uh, <laughs> um. It wasn't a farce. It wasn't a farce. The England's got the, the Scotland and the Japan thing. The, the weather was awful. People have been killed, you know. And uh, so the game had to be had to be called off. Um, and in the end, it, Japan look a very very good side. I think the IRB have got to think about giving them more tier one games. Um, I've heard today that a Scotsman went into a pub. Normally, there'd be an Irishman, a Welshman, an Englishman there, but they're still in Japan, so the Scotsman was on his own today. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm nicking that one. I'm nicking that one. So, um, right, let's uh, look at some of the other things. Um, what you will have seen, we're, we, we tried to be busy over the international break because it's really crap when there's not a lot of football and not a lot of Arsenal going on. Uh, yeah, some of us get into the rugby, some of us get into the international ones, but uh, Potsy's been doing 1 to 11s. He's done one with myself. He's done one with him. I've done one with him. Uh, Scunny, I think, believe yours is getting done Thursday or Friday. Um, so that will come up. And then we'll have our preview show as well with Johnny from the North Bank. We'll be hosting that uh, <laughs> later in the week. Uh, and we also had uh, Dan's. Uh, Dan, Dan had a car crash. And Dan was on lots of heavy drugs. And Dan decided to do a gooner to gooner. And I don't, if, if you guys have been listening to what we did before, Guna to Gunas are basically one-on-one um, -on -one chats uh, with various hosts, uh, various panellists asking 
probably more or less a prescribed sort of set of questions. And Dan on hallucinogenic drugs of some sort and painkillers uh, uh, decided to sit down with his iPhone and uh, record his mum and dad. And it was really good. So have a listen to that if you like. That, that's really, really good. Did you enjoy doing it, Dan? Yeah, well, what I can remember of it. Yeah, it was a little bit <laughs> off the cuff, mate. Um, I was just about to say, uh, do you remember it? it? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I have I have listened to that, and I, I think it's, it was it was brilliant, actually. To be honest, oh, I enjoyed that. Thanks, Melina. I, I appreciate really, that. Yeah, <laughs> I found it really, um, you know, unique, different to talk to your own parents about something like that. And obviously, you can tell that both of them are massive fans. And um, I'm not sure if I if I had it rightly, but there was something about your sister. Was it Hannah? Yeah, Her that's right. Or? Yeah. Uh, and uh, that she lost a, a soft toy or something during the yeah. game, and <laughs> yeah. So, see, I did listen. <laughs> there we go. Thank Car you, Milena. I appreciate it. Carol that. Hutchins also said she listened to the G to G and she thought it was really good. There are others on there, Carol, and other people. There's uh, Trev. We've done one. Mike. We've done one. Johnny. Have we done yours yet? Well, going into go now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've done. I think we've done most of the panel. They're on there, um, and if you want to go back through some of the archives, a classic, uh, uh, just general guns and yellow yellow ribbons um, episode is episode fifty one, which is after the North London derby, uh, the one one at Wembley. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in a good state. <laughs> no, you're absolutely trolling. Hammered uh, would yeah. be the words. I, I only yeah. had about 10 or 12 points. I don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> I the only thing that was, you needed some lubrication for the voice. That's what it was. Uh, that's true. I, I actually listened back to it uh, a while back and I, I carry it off reasonably well considering how absolutely intoxicated I was. So, um, Looking at some of the other international break stuff, um, Nick actually put up uh, this question, uh, which uh, was to do with, um, on the topic of international football, I noticed Torreira has been playing in a defensive mid -real, midfield role for his country. What do you guys uh, make of him continually being played out of position by Emery? Um, Can I ask? Yeah, 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 go on. Um, well, obviously, you know why I want to answer that, Vergos, don't you? <laughs> Uh, well, I personally think that using uh, Torreira in an advanced midfielder uh, role isn't isn't going to work for Emery anymore. You know, he uh, Lucas uh, would be more effective uh, if he played his more natural DM um, role. You know, like he does for his country, of course. And it feels really frustrating, you know, um, to see players out of positions uh, so many times uh, this season and. Uh, previous seasons really and then listening to the fans you know complaining someone's had a bad game so um it's really up to um good decisions you know by emery uh, to to play the players where they really should be playing and Torreira is not really um playing as an attacking midfielder i think but he's pressing high up and um positioning himself as number eight almost you know mm -hmm. so uh, and um, you know, like the number eight would do in the in the build up. Uh, I think that you know Chaka is really currently number six, and this is what Torreira should be doing. 
So uh, I would drop Chaka. I know that he's a captain, but I just couldn't care less right now. I would drop him and just use Torreira. I mean, if if we went to uh, if we went to play three midfielders, I would go for Torreira, Matteo, Gunduzi, and we look. If if Emery wanted to try Diamond, okay, just uh, add Ceballos to that trio, and and we sorted. I don't I don't yeah. see any reason we should play Chaka, uh, who's slowing down the game. And um, is is prone to so many mistakes. What, what do you think? Go on, go on, Johnny. I was going to say you've hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what we said in previous pods about uh, he's playing Torreira further up the pitch so he can break down play and recover the ball higher up the pitch, which is one of the things that he wanted to concentrate on. So tactically, he's doing a job for him. It might not be his best position as. Pretty much all of us can see he's best as a DM, but he's very good at harrying and chasing down the ball and winning it back. Uh, and where we want to win it back is further up the field. Mm. But I agree that Xhaka does need to be sitting next to Lee Judges in the in the stands. <laughs> he doesn't. <indeed. laughs> but he's not going to be though, is he? He won't. No, but that's where the majority of people think he should be. But yeah. it's it's almost a cliche now where we say, uh, you know, Wenger played him whenever he was fit. His Swiss manager played him whenever he was fit and so on and so on and so on. But yet we can't see it. But all those highly respected uh, tactical minds can see it. But what we can see is when he was slowing down the play when we want to be at a higher tempo. So it's at odds of what the general populace believe. And, and I think I've said loads of times without going over the the, the Shaka thing again and again and again, um, none of us can see what he does on the pitch uh, and he must do an awful lot of stuff off the pitch or else he's got the nude photos. That's all I can think of. I think that's it's the same uh, on-field, off-field ratio as, as uh, Ozil. There's nothing on the field and just does lots off the field. We should say happy birthday to Mesut. Yeah, we should. We should, yeah. but we're not. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, he's got three hundred and fifty thousand reasons a week to not give a crap. <laughs> Raúl Kamal has asked the question, which is slightly off the, uh, the 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 agenda that we're going to, but it's actually quite a good question. Um, with the January transfers coming up soon uh, who are the three players we need to strengthen in our club i will add to that that i've recently saw um an article when i was looking to put stuff up on arsenal fans forum um that uh, uh emery has said he's happy with his squad and he won't be adding any additions in january uh but that could be to keep agents at bay or whatever um trev you haven't spoken for a little while um who 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 do you think we need? Do we need three players? No, no. Of course, we don't need three players. I'm 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 really excited about what we've got, Fergus. You know, um, we we've got a, a, a really good basis. I'd be happy if we signed a centre half. I'd be happy if we signed a centre half and and finish the season with with one more signing. That'd do me. You know, um, We've got we've got strength in every position, as we just said. We've got Xhaka and Torreira. Look how good that's going, um, and, and 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 I'm really happy. I'm excited. We've got a nice mix, I think, of of, of youth and, and and more experienced players. So give me a centre half. Find us a, a Virgil Van Dijk or someone like that, 
and let's get it done. Let's get the season done. And um, if Man City carry on as they are, we've got a right shout for second, don't we? So, you yeah. know, and, and, and if, if Liverpool hit a brick wall, you know, which we all hope they do, well, I certainly hope they do, then um, who they've knows? Yeah. In the past, haven't they? They have. They've, they've led at Christmas before, Fergus. They've led at Christmas before and they've, they've, they've made a mess of it. So, who knows? We can but hope, but, you know, we're not... Out. They were eight points clear last year. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. But Man City were stumbling as much as they are this season. Mm. Uh, Man City were stronger last season. Steve Talbot says Grealish would be a decent si- a decent signing. He'd fill that hole hold that Ramsey left. It does Smith... I don't see that myself. I actually, I, I do like Grealish, but I think Grealish is possibly... He could be Aston Villa's um, uh, Tony Adams. He could be a one-club um, a wooden, one club player. Um, uh, if, they're uh, staying, on, if they're staying in the Premier, he could be, yeah. Good. Ramsey hasn't left the hole. Ramsey hasn't left the hole. That's already been filled and, and plentifully filled. Where, uh, yeah. where would Grealish get in our side? Where would Grealish get in our side? He wouldn't. I was going to say, you got, you, you got, you got uh, Smith Rowe that um, um, can go in there. There's, there's other players that can go in. So. I'm more excited by the youth coming through than the possibility of signing yet another person. Uh, I'd much exactly. rather see us give give chances to Emil Death Row Records and uh, give Willock more minutes get, and give all these burgeoning talents more minutes. I think it's much more important. I personally think that I'm going to slightly disagree with what Trev said about we don't need anyone. I think um, as well as a centre, I, I still feel we need two centre-halves and a defensive midfielder. That's my opinion. Because if Torreira's not going to play in that position, then either sell him or don't play him. And if you're going to put a holding midfielder like somebody like a uh, that lad from Toulouse, I can't remember his name. Saliba. No, 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 not, not Saliba. Um, He's already at us. Um, who's the defensive midfielder from Toulouse? I can't remember his name. Um, but the guy from Toulouse, I'd buy him and a couple too, maybe an Upper Meccano or Koulibaly or, or, or something like that. That, for me, would strengthen us immensely. So if you're asking for free signings, there you go. They're the three that I'd try and look to get. Um, but every other position, I'm pretty happy with. Okay, Nick Nick comes along and says, in my opinion, we should be finishing third. And I've already called third at the beginning of the season, guys. I'll go on record as again uh, and comfortably with the players that we have. And considering what's going on at the other clubs, such as United and that lot from Middlesex, um, it should, you know, third, top four should definitely be, uh, um, should definitely be, uh, achievable third, in my view, uh, is achievable. I think Chelsea might run us hard to that um, to that position, but with City playing up a little bit as well, uh, who knows? There was there was talk of that. Um, there was a new com- uh, news uh, uh, press conference or whatever, and uh, I think Harry was at it, and a few of the others, uh, other journalists were at it, and they were talking about Emery, and they're saying he will not. There's there's two things that come out of it. The first thing was um, that we've all think, well, I originally thought he was on a three-year <coughs> option. And then it came out that he was on a, a two-year with a one-year option. Um, and if he gets to the end of this season and he doesn't get top four, they wouldn't renew that contract. Um, but there's talk about that that contract it actually is a three-year contract after all. If he doesn't get top four, um, it, it's not an in-out sort of thing. I, I don't think 
he should he should be ex- extended any further, you know, any 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 further rope. Do you? God, who wants to go first? No, I know you're all go on, Melina. Um, well, I agree with with Nick and you know most of the um, logically thinking fans that you know he should really get us to top four this season with the squad that we got. Um, I would find it really strange if he if he didn't play the players that are currently not injured, you know, fit to play. If he was still trying to find his best eleven that he seems not to. Uh, no, yet, um, you know, with with the players that we've got, we really should be getting top four without any problems, because mm. you know, like I said, we've got holding back, we've got Bellerin back, we've got Tierney, uh, we've got um, Jumbers that really is playing well right now. So, I think we shouldn't blame uh, defense anymore. If they play, they should deliver. So, if he's not playing them. This is really, uh, this is really a big question. Why he's he's chosen, you know, um, uh, Socrates or David Lewis or God forbid Mustafi of uh, the players that are fit and ready to play. You know what I mean? Lena, don't mention yeah, that word when you got Mike below you. See, so, the, 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 yeah. the thing is right. The thing is right. Just Melina, you're right. You're right. Very right. But are we sort of? Are we getting this confidence about finishing top top four? Is it because we're really playing well, or is it because we're watching the teams around us? You know that lot up the road whose name I don't mention, uh, Manchester United. I'm arranging a relegation party for them boys. Is it because they're really out playing badly that we're thinking we're going to get top four? Because if you look at us, yeah, we 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 we're third in the league. We're a point behind second. But we've only got a goal difference of, is it plus one or plus two? Um, and we've struggled against some of the lower sides. So I'd like to think personally that we're all confident because we have got the youngsters and we know we have. But I, I just don't want it to be a false sense of security with because all the other teams around us are struggling, you know. So you've got to weigh it up a little bit, I think. Coming on here, stick with the youngsters, give them time to develop. I'm sure it'll be a great future and have an Arsenal DNA. And that that is what George Graham did. Uh, That's what Wenger did to a certain degree uh, by bringing in some young um, unknowns and and developed them from there. Um, There was another thing in the the press about the top four in the Champions League. Um, There was talk about them reverting back to the three top teams. Um, going through, and then that the fourth team had to go into a qualifier. Uh, it's now been confirmed uh, after some pre- uh, pressure from the Premier League that um, uh, all top four, all the top four, will automatically get into the Champions Champions League, and I have to pre-qualify beforehand. Uh, no, what it's else? Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Oh, no, I know. I know. I think it's probably some sort of Luxury. leverage, Johnny. It's probably some sort of leverage, in the sense to. To I don't know to try and get us go into a, a European Power League or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. There's too much money in the Premier League for him to do something like that. But we we attract we uh, mm. as a as a league attract the players that yeah. come to the league, and we are the are, are are the main event when it comes to the Champions League. Everybody looks from around the world what the English teams are doing. 
Well, this, this is it, isn't it? There's there's four teams from England that could potentially, you would say, from you know from the Premier League that could potentially win the Champions League. When you look at other teams around like Spain, uh, Germany, there's only maybe two that could possibly do it. Yeah, agreed. So, Don't forget the Europa yeah. League, though, boys. Don't forget the Europa well. League. Yeah, could two English teams in that final as well last year? It was all England, yeah. wasn't it? Both exactly. finals. Yeah, both finals. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, so it might even, something like that would never, ever, ever happen. It might even be four teams in the in the uh, semi-finals, uh, English teams in the semi-finals this year. It's potentially it could be there. Yeah, well, when Spurs when Spurs drop out of the uh, group stages, and Man United drop out of the group stages, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I thought we weren't allowed to swear on this. Yeah, uh, sorry, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Uh, look. <laughs> forever forever in our shadow no. there we go <laughs> um so charlie george uh, will be 70 next year um <laughs> trev's hero i didn't see charlie play um but charlie george is going to be 70 next year what should the club do to commemorate such an iconic um player and historic player for us there's got to be something, hasn't it? Listen, this has got to be one for Trev. Go on, Trev. Yeah, you see, you youngsters, you youngsters don't remember, Charlie Charlie George was an icon of his time, right? And he still is to all us old boys now, you know. We look for him when we go to the Arsenal because we know he's off and around the ground. Um, you know, you talk about the modern-day players that you remember, like Wrighty, um, Bergkamp, um that could that Perez that could lift the side, you know, that could raise the crowd, get get the expectations up. That's exactly what Charlie George used to do. You know, Charlie George was that player of his day, and uh, he sadly left Arsenal only when he was in his early twenties. You know, but 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 for a player that left Arsenal in his early twenties to still have that iconic status, the man the man needs celebrating. If you ever get a chance to see him at the Arsenal, say hello to Charlie George. He's such a lovely man now. I've heard he was a so-and-so in his youth. I don't know for sure, but uh, we've heard he was a bit of a devil. Certainly didn't get on with the then-manager, Bertie Mee. But, yeah, top man. They need to do something for him, definitely. And who would you say... Kim Madeo. He's always always there. Uh, When I was growing up in, in Bethnal Green, he lived next to my school so he um so it was a a bit of a legend even when i was a little nipper i just heard about charlie george and then i did a bit of research and then found out about him so even as a the boy from the north bank and who, who who would any of you say is the modern day equivalent of somebody like charlie george would be your mate Jenko, wouldn't it? There ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, from a certain perspective, you're right, Johnny. You're right, Johnny, from yeah. a certain perspective, because because Jenko and look, he was Arsenal through and through. I mean, Charlie George is his and born and bred, you know, that that man. That you know, um, but I, I don't can't think of one nowadays. There's not someone like it. There's there's not someone with that club. And and is is there still anyone that plays for a club because they love the club, right? Greenish, you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. Point taken, maybe, but we don't know yet. But Charlie George played for Arsenal because he wanted to play football for Arsenal, no other reason, you know. When his careers advisor at school said to him, "Charlie, what are you going to do?" and he said, "I'm going to play for the Arsenal," and that was it. He went to play for the Arsenal. That was it. 
Top man. Nick's really trying to get involved tonight. Um, he sees he's got two cats. One is called Charlie and the other is called George. <laughs> my wife's called George as well. <laughs> I've got six cats. Not all mine. They're my wife's or anybody else's yeah. that we've nicked along the street. And they've he's got. About, he's about a lot tonight, isn't he, Nick Birch? On here comment. I wonder why he's popping up so often. I don't, I don't know. know why. I can't, can't understand why. It it must it must be the hat that Mike's wearing. Yeah, I reckon it must be, yeah. Or, yeah. or the fact that we're all such good lookers, he wants to look at us all. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's what, that's yeah. what we're looking yeah. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> As you were saying about people who wanted to play for us. Can you understand um... why he might be here? <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's moving yes, swiftly yes, on. I do. Yes, I, I do understand. Yes, I do understand. Well, he probably wants me to mention our trip to Baku, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's now going to shut up now. But no, Nick, you keep on joining in and carrying on. It, it, it's good. We're just taking we're, t- we're we're taking the rise out of you. Listen, you nearly um, did that, Fergus. You nearly <laughs> swore then, didn't you? You nearly did. I, I do that nearly every episode, honestly. From the audio to the video, it's it, it, it's un- unreal. Um, also, uh, next year is the fiftieth anniversary of um, the double winning uh, season. So we got the uh, in the season twenty twenty one is the fiftieth anniversary of the nineteen seventy one FA Cup. Um, the, the the jersey you were wearing and the year I was born in, Trev. Uh, that, that, so they've got to be doing something to commemorate that as well, don't you think? Oh, undoubtedly they will. They must, mustn't they? You know, I mean, such a feat that was in 71. I'm not going to linger on it. I've got plans to talk about this when I do my 1-11 to with you, Dan, if you don't mind. But Absolutely, um, mate. But in them days, you know, I think... Arsenal won the double that season. They won the cup and the league. And I bet they, oh, I can't remember for sure, but I bet they didn't reuse many more than 13 or 14 players all season, you know. There was no rest in them. And they played in the league cup as well, the first team, you know. Um, so it was a magnificent feat. And I'm sure that the, uh, that the uh, club will honour it in some way. They have to, they have to. And if you're looking at that young um, young English players, that like if you're looking, if we go back and look at um, the academy that we've got, how many of those young English players would? I don't think Ireland have got any hopefuls in our academy, um, and I don't think Poland have. So, but how many of the academy players that you can see coming through would make it into full England caps, uh, Dan? Um, I don't think Maitland-Niles or Nelson have done enough at the moment to be knocking on Southgate's door, but I certainly think that Willock and Saka will be knocking on the door, in my opinion. I look at yeah. the wide players at the moment with Sancho and Sterling, hudson Adoy. There's probably room for one more there, and I think Saka could be that lad. And I also look at what Joe Willock's done. Um, he can play sort of as a, as a 10 or an 8, and I think he is more of an 8 for me. And I can't really yeah. see that... There's anything that Declan Rice or Jordan Henderson are doing that Willock can't do. So um, yeah, they're the two that I'd mentioned would probably get the, the nod for me. Johnny, uh, I think we're forgetting about uh, Rob Holding coming back. He's definitely going to be there or thereabouts around the squad. Uh, Chambers as well. Once he gets a run of games, I reckon he'll probably end up in the squad as well. So uh, from an England team perspective, I'm not really interested unless there's. Uh, Arsenal players in there to be honest but I, I don't watch it unless there's Arsenal players in it so I'm hoping in the next couple of years 
hopefully for the next World Cup, we're going to see Willock in there, Saka in there, you know, all all these burgeoning talent, you know, there are thereabouts. Um, did we know if there's any other? There's loads of other nationalities, I expect, and I'm sure if somebody's ate a pack of uh, packet of potato crisps, they can claim that they're Irish. Um, so. Um, uh, I'm sure there's there's some there's somewhere somewhere along the line that um, we we, we can make a couple out of there. <laughs> Have a swig of Jameson's. Yeah, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. That's it. <laughs> it's a potato sandwich or nothing. Yeah, yeah. You're an EU citizen as well to chuck yourself chuck into it as well. Um, we got another thing that uh, we heard about this week. Uh, that's actually. Considering there's no news at all, there's been quite a lot of news in the sense that uh, Arsene Wenger, he's uh, come out of the woodworks. He's um, talked about um, his best uh, his best 11 and his greatest achievements. And he has an autobiography uh, due to come out in 2020. Um, who wants who wants to have something, uh, have a chat about um, Wenger and his autobiography? Without swearing, who put 10 pence in the clown? What about Wenger? Yeah, why is all of a sudden he's just coming out? It's like over the last week or two weeks or so, there's been a story like one after the other about what he's saying or what he's doing. Why all? Why now? Because it's a build-up to releasing a book. That's next year. I know, but it takes time. It it, it it's drip feed, drip feed, drip feed. Will you drip feed? Jesus okay. Christ! Okay, Mike. Will you, will you buy the book? No. No. I will. I want to legally download it for free. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, 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 just, I just think I don't think personally. I'm, I personally won't buy the book. Uh, if someone buys it for me, then I'll yeah, I'll read it. But I'm not going to go out there and spend my my own money on it. Um, f- just just for the for the reason is it's like it's. It is. Someone's put 10 pence in him and off he goes. It's been, you know what I mean? Oh, if I was here, and if I if I went, to, I got offers to go to Real Madrid and I would have won trophies there. It's like, all right, calm down. You know, it's, but there's no need for it. Why now? Why now? Because it's, he, he's, there's, no, there's, there's a bit of discontent with Emery at the minute with the fans and stuff. So he's sticking his oar in. No, he uh, was answering I, questions that were put to him. He didn't put out a statement or something. He hasn't gone on some kind of book tour. He was at a charity yet. event where he was, get, he was getting honoured and he was answering questions that were put to him. It's not the same thing. Well, yeah, that's one thing. And then there's more. You know what I mean? It's not just one thing he's done. He's done He's done numerous things and there's numerous stories about what he's said and what he's done and uh, what he could have done, what he could have achieved when he was a manager. Look, he was a great manager for us. I'm not... I'm not going into that. What I'm saying is, is why all of a sudden has he come out and started going on, on and on and on and on? And there's loads of things coming out about different stories. I just don't understand why now. He's had plenty of time to do it. He's had, is this, he had last year. He could have done it all last year. Why all of a sudden now? I think Raul's got a, a title for it. That's quality. I like that. <laughs> Cough. <laughs> yeah. Four bestseller. <laughs> That would be brilliant. <laughs> I'd buy it, and I, I would buy it, and I would read it. I, I am interested to know 
what truths come out of it, whether he's telling the truth or not, would obviously be a different story. But I'd like to see, hear, hear it from his point of view. Um, I've heard, you know, the stuff about his greatest 11 and the Invincibles were the best. For me, that is the easy stuff to write about. I want to hear about the, the hard times and I want to hear about how hard it was for him when we moved to the stadium, how hard it was for him to get top four with a no budget, how hard for it was to get top four with players like Javinho and Shamak and Bentner uh, and how tough was it when players like Fabregas, Nasri, Van Persie, Sanchez all said see you later. So that's what I'm interested in reading about, just to see where he stands on those sort of things. That's um, a good point. I hope, I hope that they do an audiobook version and that it's either going to be voiced by Fred Syriax because, you know, he's got that heavy French accent or Idris Elba just for that really nice tone. Or, or Manny. Or Manny. <laughs> Can't have Manny. He'll swear too much. They've been like he'll have, 73 he'll have, Hill the, he'll have Benny Hill in the background as his main song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, I, I will. I will for one buy the book. Um, I, as we've all said before, like time, his time was done. Um, uh, Rebecca, which is Terry, isn't it? Rebecca's not really Terry's Rebecca at the weekends, isn't it? Is that what you're saying, or is you Rebecca in the in the week and yeah. uh, and Terry at the weekends? Your mate, he says, uh, is he only writing the book because he isn't getting another managerial job anytime soon? Um, he says in some of the uh, the. Uh, conversations he's had that he wouldn't do another Premier League job and he may consider something else but you know he's the guy's nearly 70 why would he bother getting involved he's making loads of money if he if he releases the book he got linked with the United job he's uh, he's considering a job with FIFA as the international development um director oh the job that they made up for him exactly and quite rightly too yeah I, I'm I'm looking forward to it I'm I, I know um uh, I was speaking to somebody recently who's writing a book and stuff like that and trying trying to write a book anyway and asked me to read some stuff. And uh, I did, and I enjoyed what I read, but I'm so dyslexic. I, I, I read the same sentence over and over and over and over again. Um, uh, you, can, you can tell Fergus it's, it's my book. I, 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 let you, I let you tell, yeah, I let you tell the water. It's, a, it's my first chapter of my book. Go on. Well, once once you've developed a little yeah, I'm, bit more, I'm quite impressed that you actually that you actually enjoy that because I was I was looking um, forward to your honest opinion, and I expected you to say something like, "Oh, it's really sad," or "It's really life changing." What you said is like, "I enjoyed it," which is actually really good. Um, you know, really, really really good thing to say about um this sort of subject that i've touched so do you do you yeah, want to give I'm, a do you want to give a quick overview about um, not, a couple not of really, i'm not really prepared to to share this yeah. um you know with, with everyone yet but well, that's fine that's it's, cool. going be, it's going to be a a journey for me to to write this book and i know that once it's done um it's going to help a lot of a lot of people, especially women out there, um, you know, this is this is my main uh, target, to be honest, women out there who, who struggle daily with different sort of things. And um, one of the subjects is, um, is domestic violence. You know, um, women these days um, don't get enough help. 
they struggle in silence they um they're afraid to to stand up for themselves so um there, there must be a point that somebody's actually talking uh, about this and um and this is one of the reasons i'm i'm, I'm trying to connect um serious you know serious topics of life with football and what you know what you what you've read i hope that you could actually see the connection in there well, and the, the the reason yeah. why i said i enjoyed it i enjoyed it because i saw that it, it helped you and uh i could see how because meeting you at football and stuff like that um seeing how you enjoy football and enjoy uh the the group like i think probably most of at least four of us on here, uh, if not five or six of us, all met up in in one of the pubs, uh, and it's such a social and an enjoyable place, and it helps people uh, move on. And 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 uh, I, I, look, listen, even doing this stuff here, I enjoy it. Do, doing it, uh, I, Dan, Trev, Johnny, all, my all of us, we've all, you know, done. We, we like doing this because it's Arsenal's and it's good. It's cathartic. It, 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 it's 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 not cathartic. It's not that. It's um, it, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good fun. It's good fun. Um, Nick, uh, just said another. Can we just touch on uh, Raul's comment there? Yes, go on. Uh, he says, uh, I, "I would love Wenger to get a non-league job." You know, it'll be really funny because we like when you're playing uh, football manager and then you take over someone from the non-league and take them through to the Champions League, I think that if he did that, uh, if he got a non-league job uh, somewhere and then took them up through the league, hilarious to watch. All, it, all of it, the it, Wenger out brigade just like slating all the way through. Um, we're talking about uh, uh, one... Uh, well, we've, we've talked about a few historic Arsenal things, but there's another guy, uh, Dennis Bergkamp, the Iceman. Um, I don't know if any of you have watched uh, the... I have. Uh, the, have. Have you watched the, the, the YouTube thing with Wrighty and um, Bergkamp? Yeah, it was average when it weren't bad, I suppose. It was all right, you know? You didn't enjoy you're, it? You're, you hardly <laughs> ever see anything of Bergkamp, do you? And it's yeah. nice to see him... Uh, interacting with with writing, and they're they're still firm friends, and it's fantastic to to have a little sneak peek there. Yeah, no, I'll be honest, it was a it was a brilliant watch, wasn't it? it was, I'd, I'd me engrossed from start to finish with uh, two two opposites like that. I didn't you realise they actually share a room, and uh, you wouldn't have thought that them two would have been roommates, would you? You would have thought that Wrighty would have done the Ice Man's head in, but obviously, it was, uh, it was the other way around. Um, I, I was listening to um, Wrighty on do it, doing a bit with um, Arsblog, and he was saying that uh, Dennis's influence on him made made him calm down a lot, and st- he stepped away a lot more from the Tuesday Club, uh, and it, it, he showed him the professionalism that it was required to prepare for a game and be the very very best, and it actually made Wrighty a better player just rooming with him, let alone practice, uh, you know, training with him and playing with him. Just getting to know him as a man helped him become a, be- a better player. I, you just can love see- fact, you can- I just love the fact that he said he wanted to be back as an Arsenal coach. Yes, that'd be fantastic. Mm. That would be fantastic. He loves playing with the, uh, uh, you know, the idea of being part of the youth setup. 
uh, it'd be fantastic to have him as because uh, he does that for Ajax, or he did that. Uh, and Steve Bold. Yeah, yeah, but a potato would be better than Steve Bold. But you know, <laughs> don't say anything against potatoes. <laughs> oh, no, I said potatoes would be better. You know, <laughs> I love potatoes. You know, I not Sully but a potato. Yes. Has Bergkamp had any coaching jobs yet at all? Is yeah, with Ajax. He's had Ajax. Yeah, he's had a yeah. yeah. part of the Holland setup as well at some point. He was for a bit, yeah. But it's alongside his Ajax job, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, listen, what, what stood out for me was how quiet the man is and how reserved he was. He was just, he was just really, really a quiet... And considering how... Uh, how lethal he was on the pitch. He was just such a quiet and unassuming uh, man uh, on that interview. And the one thing that stood out out for me on it was he said that goal against Newcastle was actually a cock-up, a bad pass by Bobby Perez. And I thought, <laughs> and he said, if Bobby Perez passed you that ball properly, would you have scored that, scored that goal that way? He said, no. He said, I don't think I'd even have scored it. And I just thought, wow, it just things happen. Your class and instinct. Yep. Yeah. Cool, calm, and collective. The ice thank, man. Thank you, Mike. I am. As he said though, in, in that thing we've watched, it the, the whole team, it was a it was just a perfect team, wasn't it? It was a perfect blend of of, of great players in all their positions and uh, you know, invincible. Invincible. That's why we need Liverpool to lose this year. We need to stay the Invincibles. We will. We will. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And especially on uh, on this day, which is the Invincibles, uh, 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 the day that um, that we finished at forty nine, uh, Invincible. Even though Rooney did cheat. But our next four games, we, we're we're running out of time slightly. Um, our next four games, we've got Sheffield United at, away, which um, Scully, you're going to. Yeah. yeah we got Palace at home, uh, Wolves at home, and Leicester away. Uh, I'll be going to that Scunny, one too, I reckon. Uh, Scunny, uh, how many points are we going to get out of that? Oof. Uh, I think we're going to struggle on Monday. Um, Chef United have been playing very, very well. Uh, there was unlucky against Liverpool uh, not to get a point out of that. So I think we might struggle. I think we'll maybe pull, probably pull our point out of that one. Uh, Palace, uh, Palace at home. I think we should win that. I think we should win that comfortably. Yeah. And <clears throat> who we got after that? Sorry again. Is it Leicester? Uh, we've got at home. Wolves at home, and then Leicester away. Uh, Wolves. That was a tough uh, game. We've got uh, no, and we got a uh, in between. Palace and, and no, no, Wolves, just, and we got Vittoria in between. Just the Premier League games. We have got other yeah, games. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah. I'm just saying, have we got Vittoria between them, the uh, European game? Yeah, we've yeah, got I have. I hope we have, because I've got to Portugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, I think, because uh, I think they're struggling, uh, Wolves, this year with the with being in the Europa League as well. So I think we could pull, I think we could win that one as well. Yeah, they, they really, really struggled on the last time. They went out yeah. and beat whoever and, and then came back and beat City 2-0. Well, City with uh, City were rubbish, weren't they? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think they, I think yeah, they were on that game. They were anyway. So I don't know. I think they'll. Uh, I think we'll beat Wolves at home, and then I think, unfortunately, I think we'll lose it, Le- Leicester. 
Yeah, I'm with Scunny. I think well, I think we should get 10, 10 points, in my opinion. I think we should be scraping past Sheffield United, which I agree with Scunny, will be a tough game. And I'm hoping that it's not going to be a repeat of what happened to us at Watford. Um, but I'm nervous about that one. But I think we'll scrape past Monday night. I think we'll beat Palace. I think we'll draw the Wolves. And I think we'll lose to Leicester. So I think we're going to get seven points, unfortunately. But we should be getting 10, in my opinion. I think we should be winning the three of them and then uh, drawing against Leicester. But I-, I can't see it, personally. I don't think we're playing well enough at the moment. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that the international break has done us good and everyone comes back fit and we start playing well again. But um, I'd like to see 10 points, but I can only see seven, if I'm honest. OK. Yeah, um, agree. Agree. Totally, totally agree, Potsy. Um, I think Leicester, Leicester are, are a very good side. Very good side. Wolves, they, they, they've, they've, they've had a bad run. Not, they've had an average run, haven't they? And now they've had a good win in Europe and they've beaten Man City. So that's got to be slightly worrying because they should have beaten us at the Emirates last year, Wolves. 2-2 two, two, we got away with, didn't we? It was um, a tough game. It was a very oh, tough game. Home, home form's been better uh, this year. Yeah, uh, def- I think our home forms are definitely better this year, and our waveforms yeah. starting to pick up. But I just think uh, with what saying what Potts said, yeah, we. I just think with Leicester away. I, I, we lost there last year when we lost there. It was comfortable for them that three-one loss. So, and I was there as well for that. But um, I just I can't see us beating Leicester. I just can't see us. They're, they're playing too well. And last year they didn't have a good team. We our defense was terrible away last year. Granted, but this year they have got a far better side. Yeah, I think by the time we get to Leicester, though, we're going to have a much more uh, ahead of steam with the players that are coming back. I'm hoping that Bellerin would start to be closer to match sharpness. Holding will be sharp as attack, and uh, Tierney should hopefully get his first start on Monday. So by the time we get to Leicester, I really do think that our, our back four is going to be much more settled. Uh, and more like we're hoping it's going to be in the longer term. Fingers crossed, but again, like we've just said, Wolves is going to be a tough one, but I, I still think, yeah. I can see us winning that with it being at home, but it's still going to be a tough one, and it's going to test. that's going to be a tester for the defence as well as Sheffield United. That's yeah. going to be a tester. They, they've been playing some some odd tactics with like overlapping centre-halves and mm. stuff like that. It, it's, it's, it's a kind of tactics we've not really seen in the Premier League. Yeah, it's, exactly. working. It's, it's working for him. It's definitely working. Yeah. It's working for them. That's why it's got to be a bit of a banana skin if we don't, you know, no, yeah, stamp definitely. our authority on the game. And um, I think I think Sheffield United could be a, a surprise, but mm. I, I, you know, Palace should be a win. Uh, it, it should always be a win against Palace at home. It, we've had some good wins at home against them in in recent seasons. Um, Not last year though. <laughs> We've, in recent seasons, we've had some half decent. Hello, Donna. <laughs> I, 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 w- I was worried about Sheffield on Monday night, just being Monday night up north and everything else. Uh, I don't know what this. Oh, this, no, no. Yeah, up north. Uh, what, what, these, what these players were. But I, th- I, I, I thought maybe we'd do all right there and, and that Leicester might be more an issue. But I, I, I'm now very worried about um, Sheffield. Dave Hurl. Our Jonah of Guns and Yellow Ribbons is going to Sheffield on Monday. Um, I'll see you there, Dave. I, I'm uh, the European Jonah. Remember, I'm not allowed to go to European ways anymore. No, you're not. 
No, you're not. But fortunately enough, I think we'll have a result at Leicester because Dave is not going to Leicester for, for the first time in years. I so. wish I could believe him. <laughs> um, so uh, we we touched on 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 the away European games. Um, on the points, actually, I'm I'm going ten points uh, out of them. I think either the Leicester or the um, the Sheffield game. I actually generally thought Leicester might be a draw. The rest, I think, we should win. Melina, did you give your points? I had to nip out for a second. Did you give your points? What you thought? No, I'm listening to you guys, and I found it really interesting that. Every one of you um, seem to be worried about the games that we really should be winning. You know what I mean? Like with the squad that we've got, with the players, healthy players that we've got. If Emery plays the players that are fit and should be playing on the pitch on those days, and I'm not talking about the uh, Europa League games or the you know just Premier League games. If he feels them correctly on their position, we should be winning all of them games really. We shouldn't worry about the games. Um, yeah, but I think, sorry, Melina, but with Sheffield, uh, you should have seen them play. Did you watch them play Liverpool? Mm. Yes, yes. Like, uh, yeah, they, I know what you mean. They, they absolutely took it to them, and Liverpool have been running through teams at the minute. Yeah. And they took it to them right until the last few minutes when it was a key, what was it keeper error. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 that's the reason why I think I'm worried about Sheffield. Um, I've, they've been surprising a lot of teams this year. Yeah, see, Sheffield have been clever this year, boys. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me, Melina. Sheffield have been clever this year in, in that they, they've, they've, I reckon their game plan is let's what what are these Premier League teams not expecting? Let's go away from the norm of the Premier League and, and let's do things slightly differently. And you're right, they've got these centre backs running around all over the park and. And they're that they're playing a different type of game, and and they ne- they nearly held it at Liverpool, didn't they? It was such a shame. And um, you know, Mellini, you're right, absolutely. With this squad, we should be beating these teams. We should be beating them soundly, and we should be beating them easy. But you see, we've been saying things like that for years. Like last season, the last four away games of last season, oh, uh, we sh- we we all said we should have been winning them games easily. Yeah. But, you know, Arsenal got this habit, the Arsenal, excuse me, the Arsenal have got this habit of letting us down. But let's hope that's changed now. You know, Tierney and that, you're right, but talking about all the defenders coming back, Tierney and Bellerin and, and yeah, so let's hope. Bellerin, Bellerin that's a new Bellerin. one for him. Well, you know. Like, we're getting the North Bank, Bellerin, our lungs out. <laughs> he shouldn't be getting in the side, Bellerin, in front of and so I'm not talking Bellerin. about him. Bellerin, Bellerin. <laughs> Wrong side, Trev. Wrong side. <laughs> he can swap sides, Kalaz, and actually he's a superstar. Oh, you are joking. Oh, Trev, don't <laughs> do this to me, man. Kitab <laughs> <laughs> mate Ed can sit on the bench. T- Tierney should be fit again because he's um uh, he's played a, a full 90 minutes along with Mesut Ozil and Rob Holding. They were involved in the behind-the-closed-doors match. Oh, that's why you couldn't see Ozil. What's that? So if it was behind closed doors, that's why you couldn't see Ozil play play. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I listen, I purposely we, we, we did mention about should we talk about Ozil in this, but no. we've done enough about Ozil. What will happen will happen with yeah. yeah, it's just it's just done. Happy birthday. I hope you had a great time. Enjoy ca- counting your money. 
Um, Lacazette. No, Brad, yeah, sorry, Brad's just put oh. about Lacazette to come back in on Monday or too early. Probably is a bit too early, I think, yeah. isn't it? I mean, I don't know what he's been up to. I, I know he's back in training, but a bit too early for Monday. But that's exciting as well. I think we've forgotten the fact that he's going to be coming back in because for me, he's such an important player. Yeah, I think that he makes players tick. And I'm excited to see what Pepe does when Lacazette is on the pitch with him. So, I, th- I think he'll be back for the home games. I don't think he'll make Monday. Uh, I think you'll probably see him in the Wolves game at the earliest. Yeah, uh, we're supposed to be towards the end of the month. Mm. Um, let, let's face it, if, if, we're, if we're winning those first couple of games, it, it'd be okay to ease him back in with uh, starting on the bench. He's got to end up starting from the bench. Um, but I don't think we're going to see him before Wolves. I think Mike's mm. right. Um, we've had a comment as well that um, the Greek version of Bellerin rather than Bellerin uh, is better. So, yeah. Do you He's know up. this this Greenwood bloke, right? This Greenwood bloke, Terry, who, who, who prances around as his missus Rebecca, who's lovely, by the way, is coming out to visit me in two days' time. And if he carries oh, on, yeah. he's going to find no one at no one at the airport to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no cold Mijas in the in, in the fridge. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Listen, other games that we've got, we've got a double header against uh, Vitoria in Portugal. Um, who who is who's going? I'm going to the the, the home game because yeah, uh, Super Gooner Little Joseph is going to that one as well. Um, I expect uh, Johnny uh, Molina, you'll be at that one as well. I think will you Thursday night football? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Running to go as well. You're doing the away games at the minute, but are you doing away in Portugal, Mike? No, 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 no. No, Trev, you are, aren't you? It's uh, yeah, I'm, go- I'm going, I'm going, and uh, it's my lad's first European as way away as well. So I'm excited about it. This bloody Rebecca prancing around as Terry Greenwood's coming with us. So hopefully it'll be a good trip. Looking forward to it. New ground for me. So yeah, excited. It's made to be really good. Uh, Boston Ozel, who's one of the founders of Guns and the Yellow Ribbons, uh, Mike Galvez, uh, it's actually his home, original hometown, his family's home, ancestral hometown. Um, and he's been out there in the summer. And I've seen some of the pictures he put on Facebook. And it looks really, really, really nice. Really nice. Um, other things, we got Liverpool away in the, in the League Cup. Um, uh, sorry, we got... Timsky Highbury, obviously a fake name, but we don't care. Uh, he's going on. That's third. my cousin. That's oh. my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Fergus. Is he called him? <laughs> this chat's full of uh, Trev's friends and family. It is, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 if it's not the hills, it's the pots. <laughs> <laughs> and the Molina fan club. What, one of them? Sorry, yeah. Molina. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> so we got Liverpool in the in in the league cup. Anybody doing the away game to to Liverpool? I know it went down to zero points at one point. I, I'm not doing any away games before Christmas. For no, me either. No, I'm looking forward to that game. Though I'm not going, but I'm looking forward to that game. See what the youngsters can do up there at Anfield. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If they've got a full team out, they're going to get a paste in. You know what's cracking? I think they will, though. Well, I reckon the world, mate. You know what's no, cracking no, me up at the moment? Sky Sports are making a big deal about, like they did with the uh, Man United Arsenal game. They're now making a Man United Liverpool game, and they're showing old footage of Beckham and everything else. Um, at least with um, Arsenal versus uh, Man United, they're probably a little bit more benchmarked together to get, uh, and it could have turned out to be a fantastic 
game. But with uh, Liverpool going to Old Trafford... If I don't get five, I think they'll be disappointed. Precisely. De Gea is out. Pogba's out. They've got a raft of other uh, missing players as well. And they've got no bloody striker. So what do they expect? They're going to... In Man United, they're just going to have to do uh, Mourinho and just stick all 11 players behind the ball and hope for the best. Hmm. Hmm. I, Who do I, we I, want to win then? Who do we want to win? Liverpool or Man United? Liverpool. No. Do you? I want Man United yeah, well, to win, I do. I want Man United probably to win only because I want Liverpool to not go unbeaten for a season. Yeah. Um, and I want City or us. Um, but I, uh, not that I'm for a second imagining we can because I don't think we're there yet. Um we're a couple of years off off that, but I, I'd like to just pull it back a bit so it's there's a bit more more to the competition than just a team running away with it. It's never interesting then. Um, like we're not even looking at first. We're not even type of looking at second. But if we got second, we're not even thinking we could challenge first. As we if stand Liverpool up. don't win it this year, if Liverpool don't win it, honestly, that club is jinxed because this is the all they got. It's got to be them this year, surely. It's oh, their please. year, mate. It's their um, year. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off in a minute, Dan. Honestly, <laughs> listen. The last thing before we finish, um, I just want to ask all of you where you are going to be when Man United get relegated and we have a party. Where are we having the party? <laughs> Cost by the sounds of it. When, when Tottenham and Man United get relegated, I'll be singing that song that I was singing in the uh, the coronet. Uh, can you repeat it? Oh, not? yeah, no, you can't. No, you I can't, can't repeat it. That's why I just uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you see. I see. I remember Tottenham getting relegated, right? I remember that year Tottenham got relegated. It was when, when was it? <laughs> 70 something or other. It was fantastic. <laughs> we had a party for a week, we did, and uh. It, it was good fun. It was, was genuinely you, was, was you running around Tottenham? Yes, and it, but it wasn't hanging out. I was only young. <laughs> so. um, listen, with, with, with Man United Arsenal, the only side never to be relegated since 1913, the only top fl- flight team never to be relegated since promotion uh, in 1919, were 100 years in the top flight of football. There is no other team in this land that is in the top flight of football for 100 years, except for the Arsenal. Um, Since the start of the Premier League, seven clubs have uh, never faced a drop. That's Arsenal, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Man United, Everton, Tottenham and Chelsea. Well, we're hoping at least one of those will get very, very close, if not drop out, and that would make it even better. However, there are no English clubs currently in existence that have ever been relegated from the country's top division, Arsenal are the team with the longest run since they were re- relegated in 1912-1913 from Division 1. So, there we go. Um, Arsenal are... are, are up record- the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. Up it's the amazing. Arsenal. The yeah. Arsenal. The, the Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, good. good We've goodness. overrun again. It, it, it's a little bit harder doing it with six people on here because I don't think everybody gets a fair crack of the whip of, of speaking on here. Um so we'll probably try and make it 
four as as a rule, but I've I've enjoyed it. I hope you guys have. Johnny, it's your first time on here. How, how have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's all right. Okay, well, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, got, I got limited to speak. Fergus told me I wasn't allowed to speak due to the last podcast, the last live one I was on. <laughs> You've got a libel act going after you. <laughs> can, I, can I just say, Fergus, well, I've got done an injunction. Mal- well done to Melina tonight. Melina's been top draw. Brilliant. Have you enjoyed uh, it, Melina? Yes, very, very much. Thank you for inviting me, and I hope it's more to come. Yes, there will be. There if will you let be. me, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll we, tell you, we, you can come on the uh, the preview. I'm podcast. quite disappointed. I'm disappointed that we that we didn't touch uh, ice hockey subject at all. I mean, you know, quite a massive achievement for our slippery goalkeeper. You know, <laughs> <Don't> you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he scored two penalties, didn't he? No, he saved me. God help us. Yeah, he saved two penalties and a smaller goal, which he pretty much filled. And yeah. It's 14 times he didn't save a penalty for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Raul, no comment. Raul also uh, <laughs> says well today. He saved one penalty. Two. Two. No, for Arsenal. Troy Deeney's, wasn't it? Deeney's, the last penalty he saved, didn't he? Because yeah. we, well, I remember us talking about it. Yeah, it was that finally he saved the penalty. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh. that moment as well, very clearly. I couldn't believe my eyes, literally. <laughs> he must have thought it was a reserve game. <laughs> yeah. Right, listen. Um, I've got some ribeye steaks and a bottle of Malbec uh, I need to sort out. And uh, it's my wedding anniversary, so I shouldn't really be here. So um, I am going to go. Um, and uh, thank you very much for every, for everybody uh, watching. Um, you have been watching Guns on the Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. If you like us, subscribe to us on YouTube. I know most of you are watching us on Facebook at the minute, but do uh, watch us on YouTube as well. We're going to try and move across there, although we've found a way that we can go on both. Um, uh, but if you uh, like the audio versions, these are on Spotify, Acast, iTunes, everything else. Let your friends know um, and just come and join us. Um, hope you've all enjoyed it. Uh, Brad, Nick, Steve, Ross, Raul. Um, there's quite a few of you made comments in there. So really appreciate family. Uh, yeah, Trev family. <laughs> uh, re- really appreciate um, that uh, you've all joined in. Uh, missing, missing, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Potts. What's happened? Uh she's away. She's in Turkey with me dad. So unfortunately, they're missing out tonight. Okay. Okay. Well, she's in Turkey at least, so that's the good thing. Yeah. That, that that there's no excuses. I'm afraid there now. So yeah, she won't be watching. I'm going, going to meet other at some point. Say again, Melina. I'm going to meet Ozzy at some point because he's he's probably holiday. Like yeah. Well, if, if they do, I tell you, he'll probably have a black eye because my mum can't stand Ozzy. I think she hates him more than Scunny and Manny. They <laughs> won't find Ozzy, will they? He's been missing for years, so they're going to find He's probably fallen into that uh, Fortnite black hole. <laughs> right, lads. I've got stakes out resting. They've got to get on. <laughs> No, 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 Happy anniversary, Fergus. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Fergus. Remember, Fergus, make sure you rest those steaks well. 
They have been out for about an hour and a half. No, after you cook them, you'll have three pieces. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. yeah. At least 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. See you later, uh, See you later, guys. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.